to episode one of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Today joining me are three very special guests, Tammy Thacker, Hannah Yoder, and Diana Smith of Ohio Guidestone. They're from the Prevention Department, and we're just going to learn a little bit more about who they are and what they normally do. And then um, we're going to get into a discussion about what's going on during this COVID-19 crisis and get a better understanding of some of the work they're doing in the community and why they're doing it. So let me just start off um, with Tammy Thacker. Would you tell my, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do? Sure. Good morning. Um, my name is Tammy Thacker. I'm actually from New Philadelphia, and uh, I'm a prevention educator uh, with a program called Take It to the Schools. I've actually had the pleasure of being a part of it for close to 14 years now. Uh, Take It to the Schools has actually been around almost 20 years, and we wow. go in every school in Tuscarawas and Carroll County. We're actually in eight school districts and 19 schools in Tusk County. And just to tell you a little bit about the program, um, we follow the Boffins Life Skills Curriculum. It's an evidence-based program. So we do talk about prevention, alcohol, tobacco, and drug prevention, but we also do life skills, just daily, you know, daily life skills. We start in fourth grade, go all the way up through eighth grade in a lot of our schools. We talk about self-esteem, communication, decision-making. We do talk about tobacco and vaping and addiction. Um, and I think that the, there's, I believe right now there's six of us to do it. And the reason why we do it, cause we have a passion for our young people. Nice. And it's a, it's a great program. I'm, I'm really privileged to be a part of it. Very, very cool. Thank you. Hannah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so yes, my name is Hannah. I live here in Dover and I coordinate the program Tuscarawas County Youth to Youth in the County. Um, it is based on Youth to Youth International, which is in Columbus, Ohio. It was founded in 1982. And really our goal with this program is to develop the kids um, with the knowledge, skills and attitudes to abstain from alcohol, tobacco and other drugs. We also put great emphasis on mental health and we are in six schools in the county. Nice. We also have something that's called a youth advisory board. So at each of those schools, we always have those shining stars. They're all on our youth advisory board. We meet once a month and those students tackle those larger community wide projects and initiatives. And that is a, also a satellite of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. So, again, it really is about youth empowerment, developing those youth. And we think that that's especially important um, right now with, what, with what's going on in the world. Neat, neat, neat. Now, ladies, I know you clearly work with kids, um, and I do know you both personally. I know you're passionate about the work you do. Um, what kind of difference do you think your programs make in the lives of our, our young people here in the county? Well, I think for a lot of kids, it gives us the opportunity or gives them the opportunity to have someone to talk to. We go into uh, many of our students, um, they need a safe person. Okay. So they just, you know, they need that person to come and talk to. And then, you know, a lot of times we'll find different resources if they need, a, you know, we work real closely with their guidance counselors at schools. And, you know, it's just, just being there for them. Nice. I think that's the difference. Nice, nice. Um, I definitely uh, see that Youth to Youth provides a support system for our teens in this county. And it also gives them, you know, something fun to look forward to. A lot of our communities here are very rural. And sometimes, you know, especially in the winter, there just isn't a whole lot for kids to do. And they just struggle, you know, with mental health issues, just like adults do. But with a lot of the pressures that they face, like sports, standardized testing, schools, they don't always have, you know, a trusted adult 
to speak with or just a fun environment to kind of let go and make some good friends. So I think that that's, you know, really just a critical place for them, a very important place for them to just be themselves, make some friends and have some fun. And also, you know, those prevention strategies, learning, you know, the educational piece. And we also use evidence-based practices to teach our youth all about, you know, the effects of alcohol, tobacco and other drugs. But a large portion of our programming is focused on that fun and that support system. Okay, very good. Thank you. I'm going to turn now to Diana Smith. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Good morning. My name is Diane Smith. I live in Eriksville, and I'm a member of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition, and I am also a facilitator for the Taking It to the Schools. Um, some of the stuff that I do is, it, for the coalition, I'm called the go-to person in the coalition. I am involved in every committee this that is true. the mm-hmm. coalition has, and what I do is I just make sure that what needs done gets done with the coalition the best that I can. And I uh, go into two area schools and I do the taking it to the schools program, just like Tammy said. And I'm really passionate about my community. I, like I said, I'm from Eurexville. I love the town. I'm very involved in the town and I just want to see what's best for the kids and help the kids to the best of my ability. Well, I'm going to interject in there. Um, I think you were just nominated or awarded the Community Contribution Award from the Twin City Chamber um, oh. earlier this week. So um, I just want to say congratulations on that. And I think that really is an accolade to the commitment you have for the Twin City areas. Um, I I have the privilege of working with Diane um, and her heart for young people and for the community is just, you know, off the charts. So again, congratulations on that. Thank Congrats. you. Thank you. Yeah. So coalition, what, what is that about for you? The coalition's really neat. We do have different subcommittees and the main objective with the coalition is to protect our youth. It's so neat to see how different people, not only professionals, but um, community leaders can all come together for the same purpose. We do look out for what um, is best practices, how we can not only educate the public on what to look for as far as um, the kids go, but how we can help the kids. Every year at the fair, we have um, two separate booths. We have what we call our informational booth underneath the grandstand. And then we're also collecting data where we have a separate booth for not just our youth, but our adults to fill out and win some really neat prizes. It just keeps us in mind of what the youth are thinking and where we need to go with our education. Kind of cool. Very fun. So y'all make a difference in our community um, with our young people in particular on that substance (laughs) use, mental health area, um, that prevention vein. But I will tell you, I know from just going through this COVID crisis Right now, our world has changed drastically. Um, and I'm speaking out loud into our audience. I think we've all just noticed, wow, our world has changed in a matter of a couple of weeks. So I'm going to ask you all, um, what has changed in the work you do right now? Um, what are you all doing? Why are you doing it? Um, and, and I'm asking that because I'm privy to some of the neat work y'all are doing in the community. I just kind of want you to guys share that out and why it's making a difference. So let me start with Tammy. What are some things that you're doing? Well, we are doing happy grams. 
So we are frantically cutting and printing out <laughs> copies of a little business card, uh, Happy Grams. And uh, we're putting actually their little business card size. Everything's positive. And we're putting those out with the schools are passing out lunches. So we're making sure that they get those in there and putting those in the, the lunches. Um, every week we've been doing over 2,000 wow. Happy Grams. So I have to go deliver some today. But on there, you know, like one one week was joke of the day. Second week was different little motivational quotes saying, you know, you're awesome. This week is put your positive pants on. <laughs> so then, you know, every week we're doing something different. I think here we're going to start next week and start and do some coloring sheets and different feelings, tic-tac-toe. So we want everything to be positive and upbeat just to let the kids know that, you know, we're thinking, taking to the schools, we're still thinking about them. We're looking forward to seeing them in the fall. So, Tammy, why um, positive notes? Why do you think that's important to our young people right now? Uh, because I don't think we hear enough things that are positive okay. all year long. So I think that's real important. And I think especially during this time, we're, we're having a lot of students that are dealing with fear, anxiety, you know, some self-esteem issues. I think sometimes, you know, because even when parents in the home and they're here feeling that fear and anxiety and they're hearing this on everything they see, sure. you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of a downer, you know, so we want to hear more positive things and to know that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Nice. Very good. Hannah, what are you all doing right now? Um, first, I just want to echo that, agree that this crisis or pandemic rather has really turned everyone's worlds upside down. Just in the office the other day, we were talking about how, you know, there is a grieving process that comes along with this pandemic, because we all had ideas for how the next couple of months were going to go. We all had birthday parties, we had events, we had plans, and now all of those things, you know, aren't turning out the way that we expected, but especially for our young people. You know, I work with teens. A lot of them were just about to reach those coming of age milestones sure. that all of us look forward to and all of us get to experience. There's prom, you know, graduation parties, even the graduation ceremonies, you know, are now being canceled or postponed. And I think that there's a grieving process that comes with that with our teens. You know, they were looking forward to those things. So again, we just tried to, you know, really hone in on being that positive voice in the community. And in Youth to Youth, we use that idea to come up with some ways and brainstorm some methods to kind of help our kids cope with that process of, you know, loss with all those things that they were looking forward to. So the first initiative that we started planning um, has to do with TikTok. So I'm sure most people are familiar with that by now. It actually reminds me of uh, Vine when I was a senior in high school. Okay, Hannah, I'm just going to throw out there. The older <laughs> people listening might not know what TikTok is. <laughs> well, it is a social media platform. It is similar to Vine, kind of similar to Instagram, if you're familiar with that. But it's more focused on videos and they're all kind of really short clips. And they're frankly hilarious. I think that this group of young people has been through so much and they all have just a really funny and sometimes dark sense of humor, but they have, they have a good way of making light of bad situations, including this one. But um, with our TikTok project, we focused on having them send us little clips, little videos of what they have going on at home, you know, the little fun activities that they're doing, whether it's, you know, making snacks, uh, dancing in particular is one that we're really having them try to film, even with their families. Jody, I'm looking at you because you just put yeah, out one with your yeah, family. Yeah. How was that? Was it fun? It was um, it was interesting. I got to say um, at 50, my dance moves are probably more entertaining to young people, but um, it was a very fun thing to do with our, our family. And yeah. um, 
Yeah, my kids definitely shot those out to their peers. So I thought your dance moves were pretty good. Oh, and people can check that out, by the way, on our oh, Instagram yeah, page. Thanks, our username is Y to Y underscore Tusk. <laughs> and our Facebook page is Tuscaroos County Youth to Youth. So go look at Jody dancing. <laughs> Very fun. No, it was actually a fun way um, just mm-hmm. to get our whole family in the living room and uh, mm-hmm. just just laughing together because there was quite a bit of laughing going on with yeah. that. Neat. So. The TikTok has been one of those things. What else are y'all doing? Um, So the other project that we just launched is a snail mail project. So we have actually been hand delivering snail mail kits to teens all over the county. I mean, we've been to Beach City, Newcomers Town, Strasburg, Dover, Philly, all over. And each of these kits comes with some fun materials. That way students can write their own snail mail letters and send them out in the community and kind of stay connected in a fun and safe way. So each kit comes with stamps, envelopes, colored paper, stickers, and then some goodies that we have, some candy, maybe a bag of chips. Um, I'm sure that's probably a new way of our young people corresponding with, <laughs> with others, huh? Well, this is, this is a little embarrassing, but I had to touch up on how to address an envelope. I just don't do it. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not that young. I'm 24, but I just She's had young. to look that up. Sorry, guys, but I'm sure that they're all learning how to do that also. But I did receive a couple pictures of letters that students have sent out. You know, we just really want them to communicate with, especially, you know, at-risk people and their families that they might not be able to go visit, like their grandparents. I've even I've um, encouraged them to reach out to small businesses that they're really thankful for. Maybe when they go pick up their food, nice. leave a thank you note. So I think that's a really just fun way for them to not feel quite as isolated because there are, again, you know, those negative effects of self-isolation and quarantine. You know, I, I hear that they're feeling lonely. They miss their friends. They do want to go back to school as much as they joke that they're happy about being home. So we just want them to embrace as much positivity and connectivity as possible during this time. I heard you talking about encouraging the kids um, to to walk through their neighborhood and drop them off at doors. And I kind of heard you saying, get some exercise, get some fun. Have the kids been taking you up on that one too? Yes. I mean, I think we all need sunlight right now. And finally, it's April. The sun is shining. Easter is right around the corner. And it is a great opportunity to get outside, walk with your dog, with your family. And if you have a letter to drop off at a neighbor's doorstep, I mean, that's another way to get some exercise and also to spread some much needed kindness right now. Cool. Very fun. Now. I'm going to bring up another project I know y'all are doing. Um, Y'all have been writing some articles and Facebook posts. Um, What's that about? What's that called? What's that about? The Facebook posts are called COVID Connections, a way for families to connect. And what we've been doing with the Facebook post is every day you will see a post that has a little brief like introduction or a letter It just tells, you know, gives you an idea of what to do. And then you'll have three things attached to it. It might be games. It might be recipes. It could be how to talk to your kids or it could just be an inspirational post. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get families to connect in a whole different way. This is new for everybody. It's something that no one's ever had to experience, at least in my lifetime. And I know that families are struggling on how to keep the kids busy and how to keep everything upbeat. So we want to do upbeat things. So every day you'll see a thing that says COVID Connections, a way for families to connect. Read the little blurb and then look at the activities. Yesterday, I posted a thing about technology 
on how, you know, the kids are so used to technology compared to us older ones. I have to share a quick story. I had my grandkids and I was trying to help them with schoolwork and I had a meltdown because I could not figure out how to get on their technology for school. And it made me stop and think, and I'm the one in the office everyone comes to when they have an issue and I couldn't do it. So if I was struggling, I had to stop and think about, okay, I'm teaching the kids how to deal with stress. Take my own advice. Thanks to Jody <laughs> that sent me a message saying, do you need one of your inspirational posts? And it, it is, it, it's just a trying time. So yesterday it was kind of a little blurb about technology and what the kids are used to. And then there was a fun activity that you could do. Uh, one of the activities was FaceTime. You know, if you're FaceTiming your grandparents, because I love that. My grandkids FaceTime me every night and it was you could read their lips turn mute and read lips and see if you could figure out what they were trying to say so just a different way to connect with the technology that we have and being um in the lockdown that we're shut down that we're in let the kids utilize the technology call your parents and say hey we can do this a lot of people don't realize that you can facetime through facebook and it's, there's just so many different ways. And that's what we try to get out every day on Facebook. Oh, Hannah, I think you've been writing some articles that I've, um, that are going out in the times reporter and bargain hunter and outreacher and stuff. Tell us a little bit about those. Well, again, you know, we, our department just wanted to make as much of an impact as possible during this time. And we really had to turn, you know, our department on its head to figure out how to do that. But when we initially met, um, to ask ourselves, you know, what exactly can we do? We, we again, really embraced being that positive voice in the community. And so we started a column called COVID Connections. Again, with the connections piece, the goal of it is to, you know, help families not see this as only a pandemic or a crisis, but also as an opportunity, nice. an opportunity to be together, to spend time together, to really connect in ways that we don't have the privilege to do with work, with extracurricular activities. You know, it really focuses on parents. You know, they're so, so busy. But right now we get to slow down. I know yeah. it's kind of funny. I remember saying sometimes to my husband, like, I wish life had a pause button, but I think that we, <laughs> we got one. Yes. Yeah, so be careful what you wish for. <laughs> we have that now, but it is a great opportunity for families. And that's exactly what our COVID connections articles focus on. So they're going out three times a week in the times reporter and all of the other newspapers and that she mentioned the outreacher, the bargain hunter, and every article has a different topic and a different tip to help families connect. For example, one of them was written about family dinners and it included, you know, some little research uh, facts about family dinners, how they're proven to really help families connect at the end of the day, check in with how you're doing, check in with your mental health, get to know each other better. And then at the end of each article, we include a physical activity, a little fun conversation starter that can be something, you know, serious, like how are you doing, you know, missing school right now? Do you miss your friends? You know, how are you coping right, with right, that? Right. But it could be something fun. Like uh, if you could fly or be invisible, which superpower would you choose? So we always have one nice. of those. We also include a craft, a game, you know, little things, a recipe, things that parents can look at right away and decide, okay, that's something fun that we can do today. That's something that I can use to fill this time and connect with my kids. Nice, nice. Tammy, what do you have to say about just this time for family connection? Well, <clears throat> I think it, where I live in the community I live, I've seen people uh, probably just kind of come together a little bit more. 
you know. Nice. Uh, and even they're even though not physically, you know, coming together, but they're just waving more. <clears throat> they're doing more things with their family. Diana and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, they have something new. They're actually doing this in my area, and I think they're doing it in her area too. Where they're painting the windows. With Easter coming up, they're so painting, fun. you know, different crosses and different religious things on the windows. And then in one of the areas back where I live, they're actually uh, painting bears on the windows. Bears? Why uh, bears? When the weather gets warm, the kids are going on a bear hunt. <laughs> That's cute. So, you know, that you just see things, but people, I think people are becoming more and more creative also. Nice. You know, even us, we're putting out there things called take a break where it's like a little take a break, you know, with the kids trying to being cooped up in the house all day long, you just take a break, take a few minutes and go play Simon Says or go do uh, musical chairs in the house, just something kind of fun so the kids can just take a moment and just relax. So I'll tell you what, I'm a preventionist. Y'all are a preventionist. Um, what I know the heartbeat of the work y'all are doing is to help families connect. Why is that important? Not only at COVID connection, but in your role as um, <clears throat> substance use prevention out in the community. Why is this such a heartbeat for y'all and why is it important and why is it worth talking about? I'll start with that one. I noticed going into the schools and working out in the communities that our lives are so busy we forget. We forget that we have young kids and they just want to hear us. They they want to hear us talk. And we hear so much in the schools that, well, we don't, ha I, I can't talk to mom and dad because by the time they get home from work, they're fixing supper, they're doing this. Or we hear them say, well, I don't have a safe person to mm -hmm. go to. And even out in the community, when we're doing stuff or when we're talking to the kids, they're like, you know, my mom and dad says, don't do this, but they don't tell us why. Mm. And our kids want to hear that. They want to hear that. Why, why this is why we don't want you to do this. And right now is the great time to stop and take a step back and just connect with your kids, have that talking relationship with them. They know you love them. They know you care, but tell them why you care. Tell them why you love them. And it will make a difference. These kids know. These kids mimic everything that adults mm -hmm. do. And if you say and you do something one way, but then you tell your kids, well, I don't want you to do that. You're giving them a different signal. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that you have that connection with your kid. And the younger you talk to your kids, the easier it's going to be for your kids to talk to you the older they get. Mm -hmm. Nice. 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 Hannah, what do you think? Well, I'm coming from the perspective of working with teens and I'm yeah. thinking about how, you know, you ask a teen how their day at school was. What do they usually say? Good. Good. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to really get them talking. And I remember doing that to my own mom, you yeah. know, but we know that parents who talk to their kids about substance use, make, the kids are 50 percent less likely to use That's if that happens. That's a crazy happens. stat, a true stat, but a crazy one. Huh? It is. And it's such a groundbreaking protective factor for teens to have a good relationship with their parents and to feel connected in their home. Nice. And it is difficult to get teens to talk. But right now, again, we have a unique and unprecedented opportunity yeah. to really connect with our families, to talk with each other. And that protective factor, I mean, it is really like a shield around your child, around your teen. So I guess I just want to encourage families again to take this time 
Think of it as an opportunity. Embrace that positivity to really talk to your teen and get them talking. Hopefully one day, maybe you'll ask them how their day was and they'll tell you more than just good. You know, that's the goal. And then you'll be able to move on to those more serious topics like substance use, like mental health. And I think that'll make all the difference. And that's why I think this time is especially important to embrace the extra time that parents have at home with their kids and their teens. Um, As a mom, my kids are out of high school at this point, but you know, there are times where I look at this situation and feel, man, I think I would have enjoyed that with the kids in the house. Um, and I have great relationships with my kids, but when we're talking about how do we have our kids connect with us and have those conversations, that only comes in time and it only comes in those fun moments. And I think in the business of the world, my kids played sports. I mean, it's really hard to get even dinner time because practice and everything else going on. So mm-hmm. um, one of the things I've seen y'all do is, and I'm looking at Tammy in particular and Diane, um, a lot of those conversation starters, uh, they're fun. You know what I mean? Cause I think we get in those routines and Hannah, you just brought that up. How was school? Fine. You know, good. We're all busy. We're going in our direction. And I think those conversation car- starters to use them like at dinner time, now that we're all eating dinner together, um, just to, to build those fun relationships. So go ahead, Tammy. The one thing I was thinking about the other day, I was talking with someone about this was uh, families mm-hmm. <clears throat> because our families are different nowadays. It's not like how I was when I grew up, you know, Ozzy and Harriet, just mom and yeah, dad. That was a long time ago. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we are friends. <laughs> but uh, our families are so different. It's like, a, you know, I kind of use this when I talking to the students, it's a, uh, like a bicycle different parts of a bicycle you put all those parts together you still have a bicycle but our families are different not necessarily just mom and dad it could be stepmom stepdad be grandma and grandpa and you know then that plays a big difference in our students lives sure. so this opportunity is really kind of a time for all those people to come together nice you know nice. and you kind of wonder what the outcome is going to be on that this yeah. could be a really positive thing you know of people who are you know Instead of going here and going here, this person not talking to this person, it's kind of forced them to kind of be put together. Okay. Very neat. Um, This is just fun conversation for me. Um, I hope y'all are enjoying that. Um, Let me ask you a question because we're we're kind of running out of time here. Um, In the midst of all this going on, what would be just a tip or something you'd want parents to take away? Um, through this time, maybe a warning, beware of, or a encouragement, embrace this, whatever that might be. Uh, turn off the TV. Okay. Turn off the TV, get the kids away from the gaming and just kind of do something fun because unfortunately, and even I've even done it in my own house and I have a 23 year old daughter. I've just, you know, uh, it's just every day, all day long news, news. And it's, you know, it's not very positive to me. Yeah. So turn it all off. Go watch a Disney movie. Go do something fun. Okay. Very good. Um, uh, Diane. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to touch on, because everybody is at home, it is start getting nice. A lot of people are starting their spring cleaning. Ah. And I really want to touch and make people just stop and think, when you're doing your spring cleaning, don't forget your medicine cabinet. Okay. She's a true preventionist. <laughs> <laughs> Get in your medicine cabinet, look and see what you got. You know, a lot of addiction starts in our own home. Okay. 
Okay. And just keep in mind that the anti-drug coalition, we do have um, permanent drop-off box locations. And with our stay-at-home order, it is kind of hard to get out there and dispose of them. But what we do have, and we are fortunate here in Tuscarawas County, is that we have what we call our deterra bags. And what the deterra bags are, are their drug deactivation bags. We have different sizes. They take liquids. They take used patches. People that have uh, the pain patch, the fentanyl patches, and when they take them off, they think all oh, the fentanyl's completely gone off of them. I can just fold them up and throw them in my trash can. That is not correct. There is still a trace of fentanyl on them patches. These drug deactivation bags, you can put those patches down in the bag. Like I said, they take liquid, they take the patches, and they take pills. Very, very easy, very simple to use. All you do is you take the top off of the bag, you put your medication in it, you fill it up with water, you wait 30 to 60 seconds, you'll start hearing a crackling sound. I always refer to the Pop Rocks candy. Mm -hmm. Once you start hearing that, you seal it, you give it two or three shakes, you throw it in your trash can. It is totally environmental, environmentally, I can't <laughs> say that word. It is safe for the environment. We'll nice. put it that there way. You go. There you go. <laughs> and we do have these. They are located in different places all around Tuscarawas County. But since we are at the stay at home order, if you call our office, which is 330-440-7320, or you can even email uh, Jody Savo at jsavo at pfcs1.org, we and leave your name and address and a phone number if you want us to call us back. We will mail you out drug deactivation bags. Like I said, right now with everybody being at home, Depression's going to kick in. Kids are going to get curious. Do your part and clean out your medicine cabinet and dispose of the stuff properly. Please don't flush them down the commode. If you flush them down the commode, we are seeing traces of it in the water, and we do not want that. This is something that is free to the public. Please reach out to us and let us mail you out. It's very, very easy, very simple. You can also go on the Tuscross County anti-drug webpage at tuskadc.org and you can actually watch a video on how the disposal bags work. Nice. Nice. You're promoting some, some ways to take care of our community and our families. Hannah. Um, I'm going to rewind back to a little bit of what Tammy was talking about, but okay. again, just to say that we've all wished for a pause button on life and we got one. Yeah. So <laughs> I just want, you know, families and parents to embrace that pause button and just let go you know, let go of what your house looks like. You know, don't worry if you've been wearing the same sweatpants for three days. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Should I worry? Yeah, maybe maybe I'm talking to myself. <laughs> you know, eat the microwave chicken nuggets. Like you'll see, you know, people online all over the place, you know, let, use this time to. I'm just saying there might be more me to love in a couple more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's so true. But like all over, it's just saturated online, you know, people exercising during this time, learning new skills, picking up new things, you know, and it's okay if you're doing that, like that's amazing, but it's also okay if you're not, you know, if you need that time to relax, to let go again be kind to yourself, huh? Yes. You know, be kind to yourself. You're not having as many visitors as you usually are, you know, just don't, don't worry so much about the things that are always stressing you out. You know, we have this pause button 
And I think that, you know, it is a blessing and we should embrace it and use this time to just so not worry just so much. So you just give me permission not to clean my house? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, we can joke about clean houses, but in the end, the kids aren't going to remember <clears throat> the clean house as much as they're going to remember the memories. This Absolutely. Right. I've got four kids. I've got nine green kids. And they all talk about memories. More than they talk about, yeah, mom's house was clean. They'll talk about how they got in trouble when they messed mom's house up. Yeah. But they talk mm-hmm. more about the memories. That's so true. So remember, the kids, yes, they want a clean house. Yes, they need a clean house. But the memories is what they're going right. to remember. Get out your old pictures and go through them. That's what uh, we did yeah. the other night. That's a fun one. Oh, wow. That's a good idea. <laughs> I should ask. Good article that is a That is a fun one. And you know what? Um, I've been reflecting on this, Diane, what you just brought up about those memories. And this will be like no other disaster. Um, everybody remembers what and when you were doing when something happened and we will all grow old one day and remember this COVID-19 crisis. You know, we talked about that the other day for some of us were fortunate enough to was we weren't in kindergarten or first grade when 9 11 hit. That's right. So, you know, we, hey. <laughs> well, we, we have that experience and we learn from it. And we're blessed that we can share that experience in a positive way to the younger generation. So they don't have to experience a lot of the trauma that we yeah. did. And you know what? When we look back on this, we'll remember it one of two ways. We'll remember this is a scary, awful time. Or we'll remember this of one of amazing connections. And I think especially for our young people, um, for parents to just be very intentional uh, because our kids read off of us. So even if we are struggling a little bit, anxiety, we're all maybe experiencing some depression, some of that loss that you talked about, Hannah, um, our kids are still reading off of us. So I think it's important we find some coping mechanisms ourselves, reach out and connect to our um, friends, our support network, but as much as possible, you know, utilizing these conversation starters, these tips, these ideas, those creative things that are all over Facebook, um, to really help our kids walk away from this thinking, man, that was just fun. You know, we just did some crazy stuff with our family. And, um, I do again, and I've, I've heard this from all three of you, there is an opportunity here, you know, um, certainly some concern for, nation and our world and our hearts go out for our first responders and, and families that are losing people or families or persons that are struggling for their lives. So in the midst of that heartache, um, I do think, you know, just being cognizant of, you know, what are those positives that, that are going to come through, um, this situation, because this is a life-changing world-changing situation. And, you know, now's the time to really be alert look out for your neighbor, Mm -hmm. look out for the elderly, you know, not everybody has that ideal family. So look out for that kid next door. You know, maybe their family isn't the ideal family, you know, nobody knows what happens behind closed doors, but with it being nice out and you, you know, you see that kid that looks down and out, reach out, let that kid know that, Hey, I'm a safe person. Hey, you know, do you need anything? You know, maybe the family next door, they're struggling to get something and they're the parents. Close are, the paper? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the parents, you know, are too proud to ask for help because they've never had to ask for help. 
don't judge. Now's not the time for to be judgmental. Now's the time to love. Now's the time to care. And now's the time to reach out. Nice. So reach out to your neighbor, reach out to that neighborhood kid. You know, you might have someone living next door to you that you've never said hi to them. You don't have to go up and give them a hug, which you're not allowed right now, but you can wave and you can say, hey, is there anything you need? Just embrace the moment and let kids especially know that they're not alone in this. Nice. Very good. Well, I think that's probably a wrap for right now. So I'll tell you what, I want to just thank you ladies for coming today. Um, it has uh, been wonderful for me, eye-opening. Um so I want to thank you for coming, Tammy Thacker, Diana Smith, and Hannah Yoder from Ohio Guidestone. Um, I hope all you listeners out there were able to gain some valuable takeaways from today's podcast. I hope y'all were challenged, as I was, um, to become even more intentional in connecting with our families during this COVID-19 uh, situation. Um, Let's remember, we've all been gifted with some time um, to spend with our families, and I want you to just uh, think about that a little bit. Join us again next week. You won't want to miss hearing from Michaela Madison. She's a gifted journalist, a passionate contributor and community leader in Tuscarawas County, and she's the founder of Newsy Mom, and she will further our discussions about how parents and families can best navigate through COVID-19. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, a member of the Get Level Podcast Network. For more information, visit getlevelpod.com or find us on Facebook. Download our podcast shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you stay tuned for more great shows that are coming soon.